everyone and welcome back to another book podcast. Today's guest is Ashton, a book blogger from Canada who recently moved to the UK for a career in publishing and has since created an incredibly popular bookstagram account called Peep My Bookshelf. Ashton and I met through Instagram and she has since been to several of Legend's author events, so I invited her onto the podcast to talk all things bookstagram and publishing, and a bit of everything in between. In fact, we spent so long chatting that I've had to break our conversation into two parts, so we hope you enjoy part one. Before we begin the episode, a quick disclaimer. While Ashton and I both work at publishing companies, all opinions on books, biscuits and anything else are completely our own. So let's dive into this week's episode. So, hello and welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, well, you're kind of double threat. You've got Bookstagram and you're in publishing. Yes. It's all going on. (laughs) And we were just saying that you sussed your Bookstagram in December 2020. Yeah, I checked my post before I, (laughs) my first post before I came here because I was like, hmm, I don't remember the exact date, but it was December 30th, 2020. And that was kind of my, you know, at home project and it worked well throughout COVID. So that's amazing though, because like just to think like, oh, I'm going to start this for the new year. And then it to yeah, like it, it worked. It, it wasn't even it necessarily like, oh, here's my you know New Year's resolution to start this creative thing. It was more like, well, we're in a lockdown. Yeah, I um, was working part time and like just freelancing, and I'm not really leaving the house. I'm reading mm-hmm. a lot. I may as well document it for my yeah. own purposes. I didn't really use Goodreads or anything like that at the time, and so I thought, oh, this is going to be a fun, creative way for me to keep track of what I'm reading. Maybe connect with other readers at a time where you're not connected with people, mm-hmm. and uh, kind of experiment with photography which is something that I was interested in doing so that's such a good idea I mean I like obviously I know so many people that like took up reading that had never like thought of reading before and that's when I feel like like I didn't start an account but I started following so many accounts because it was like a book a day like now that I think back to it I'm like I can barely do a page a day now with all of the reading there is to do yeah but like it's just it was it was actually such a nice time for reading. Mm-hmm. Obviously, not for everything else, but the fact that we were able to just spend so much yeah, time with books. That's so such a nice. good point too, because sometimes I mean, I would I found myself going on Instagram in general less and less, and it was just because mm-hmm. I didn't like the the space. I didn't like the kind of you know comparing your life to other people's. And they yeah. seem to be living these lavish lifestyles, and so Bookstagram just seemed like a really completely different space on the internet that was like fun I always loved going through everyone's posts it wasn't like scared to see something that was like oh yeah how come they get to travel and I'm stuck at home or yeah. whatever the case may be and then it was fun because I love looking at book covers and I love hearing about new authors and then I got to do all of that just through this bookstagram space I was so bad at finding like I have no other way of finding new authors I know that's yeah. so bad but I feel like <laughs> I don't know what to do other than look at Reese Witherspoon's book clubs right so, yeah and then that's when I just found like all these people exactly. yeah because prior to bookstagram you know how did i find books i don't I know. don't know i guess word of mouth but i would just not walk really. into a library yeah that or like i'd walk into a bookstore and be like oh i like this cover and then maybe you know i'd read the blurb and be like yeah that sounds somewhat interesting to me let's just yeah. buy it wouldn't know anything about it um would never really look it up on goodreads because i wouldn't want other people's opinions it's funny because i wouldn't want other people's reviews and like ratings to dictate whether or not i would buy a book yeah but if somebody posts about it on bookstagram i'm like oh yeah i need this now yeah <laughs> and like and also you know it's just so genuine that's the thing i feel like yeah like everyone's posts it's like entirely their and, own and once you start following people and you kind of know what they like to read and if yeah. it's similar to what you like to read then you know i'm gonna pick up so-and-so's recommendation because mm-hmm. i think i'll like it too and as well like even just going into the library and like looking around at the books like I didn't 
even though I enjoyed reading, it was almost like lockdown was like, okay, this is like a love, love, love for reading because mm-hmm. every book I was reading was like minimum eight out of ten. Yeah. Because wow. like I was actually looking at things that other people loved rather than just like, okay, this blurb sounds good and then finding out it was like a pretty average book mm-hmm. and then the next one it's like, I, I never like really took it from people's opinions um, until lockdown and then I was like, oh my god, I'm just reading amazing book after amazing <laughs> book which is now a massive backlog for me because <laughs> now that we're back in the 9 to 5 world, I'm like, oh my god I'm act- I'm buying books as if I'm still reading yeah, like a book a day yeah. I know, that's what gives me the most anxiety with bookstagram and just reading in general is I'm like I feel like I don't have enough to post because I'm not reading quick enough so I don't have reviews yeah so that was actually one thing that I wanted to do this year that I've started to do where I'm like I've taken photos of a lot of the books on my shelves thinking oh I'll read this soon and then spoiler alert I haven't Mm -hmm. so what do I do with all these photos I am now posting them being like, why I still haven't read this? Yeah. Like, why it's still on my TBR? And, and then well, I'm going like, to read. <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of a fun way to be like, oh yeah, this is on my TBR. Why haven't I actually picked it up? And then sometimes people post like or comment passion- passionate pitches as to like, no, you need to pick this up. Or yeah. they're like, yeah, I left that for a long time too and I didn't Here's love how it. You prioritize. Like, yeah, exactly. It ha- it's really helpful actually. Yeah, I've actually been loving your... Um, like graphic content recently with oh, all the like um like sorting it out into genres and like books that remind you i loved the post you did the other day of was it hayley bieber's oh, outfit yeah, yeah. oh my god <laughs> match a book to her outfits i was like look at that outfit look oh, at that book oh my god <laughs> Put it's them both so in the bag. <laughs> satisfying to find one that like matches the color perfectly yeah uh, but it's just such a cool trend like i said you know waterstones does it with um uh, like award award season with the outfits on the red carpet oh, and I'd never really idea. seen that before and I'm like wow that's genius also, yeah award season is coming up this is just something fun to throw together yeah and sure. then um one of my book friends on uh, on bookstagram did one with Harry Styles's outfits and I was like that's oh, it I need to yeah. do it we need to jump on this trend it's so <laughs> Harry fun. Styles already been taken we need yeah, to grab Hayley I'm, I'm gonna do another Harry Styles one too I made sure to pick different outfits that she didn't already do but he has so many <laughs> iconic so many. outfits you're I fine <laughs> it's like the worst ones are the better book cover ones yeah yeah yeah. because it's all the like Mm -hmm. he's very colorful yeah exactly when you think about it because i actually think waterstones going for like red carpet looks would actually be quite hard oh yeah because it's all like you know ball gowns of like one color yeah yeah some have like the odd pattern and then it's it's been like a lot of fantasy covers because of that which is actually really right, cool it's yeah. really satisfying to find one that almost has a same, similar pattern yeah I love the ones that are all like um, you know like pairing things up with like oh here's like a really nice book and here's the smart version of it <laughs> yeah. I always find that so interesting because I see so much on TikTok about like like the fantasy books and everything that do so well mm-hmm. and yeah I've never read one okay yeah, but I, I I do I want to because I want to know like oh, yeah. it, it seems like something that you can get so involved in oh, sure. and I just you want to try it. it yeah I think I mean on one hand yeah it sounds great if you find something that you really love then there's this whole series yeah that you can get sucked into but I think the daunting part of it is that there's this whole series like, yeah like Game of Thrones yeah, like once you like, start it Sarah J Mass books or something and I'm just like that's that's a big commitment like not mm-hmm. only are these books huge but that's like a whole series and sometimes people are like oh it doesn't get good until the third book I'm like why would I commit yeah. to two books that I don't even know I if know. I like just to get to the third yeah. that I might like especially when like <sighs> my list is so long as it is is, exactly you it is true like and i look at my like stacks around my room and i think okay well 
I've seen like Cleopatra and Frankenstein yeah. is mm-hmm. at the top because I've just heard such amazing yeah. things about <laughs> it. And also I read the blurb and was like, this sounds, sounds like exactly. my kind of thing as well. Mm-hmm. But like, even though I want to push the boat out, I want to kind of push myself out of my comfort zone when it comes to reading. It's like at the same time. I only have so much time. Exactly. I only have so much money. Yeah. I can't afford the time or the money yeah. on like a whole like eight part series. No, I know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I there's this one um another bookstagrammer and she posts how much money she's saved by reading books from the library or she finds it at like the the little free libraries. I don't even know if that's a thing over here, but Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. But, like free little libraries or like maybe she got a proof copy or something like that. And then it's actually astonishing to see at the end of the year her like yearly total of money that she's saved. Like she's still read all these books, yeah. all these phenomenal books. But she's saved a bunch of money, and I love that. I will never do that because I, <laughs> yeah. love, I love owning the books. <laughs> I love owning the so books. Like, but I love that for her. I'm like, this yeah. is a great idea. As well, like, especially now with author events and everything, mm-hmm. absolutely, I'm a sucker for a signed copy. Oh, yeah, I know. I just love it. I know, I, just, yeah. I got, um, I accidentally somehow uh, purchased a signed copy of Rodham by oh, Curtis Sittenfeld. Oh like, God. Yeah. gosh, this much. So, I literally think that it's like the other day. It was literally 2020, <laughs> or like no 2021. It's still unread. No. Okay. I, this this <laughs> was in my period of being really good. This was the last book I read actually before I started this job. Okay. So I and I went on holiday just before I started. So I had like a week kind of just to read, yeah. and I read it all on that holiday. And it's so funny that I happened to pick up a signed copy because it was my favourite book of that oh, year. Wow, Easy. That's so cool. It's still one of the best books yeah. I've ever read, I think. Like it was so good. I absolutely loved it. And it just happened to be signed. Wow. And so now I'm like, people are like, oh my god, that sounds so good when I talk about it. Like, can I borrow it? And I'm like, don't touch it. It's a signed copy. I don't know if I can part with yeah. it. <laughs> no, but actually it makes a big difference too. Like I I've tried to justify it where I'm like, okay, I know I cannot own all the books I read in my lifetime. Yeah. So ones that I'm not sure if I'll like, I'll try to borrow from the library. And uh, you know, if there's one that I really, really love the cover, then I want to I want to own it because it's just like yeah. an art piece. It's a collection. Yes. You're just talking about Cleopatra and Frankenstein. I also haven't read it yet, but it's outward facing on my bookshelf because it's the so cover beautiful, is so gorgeous. Uh, yeah, and so it's true. It does need to be outward facing. It does. It's just so pretty, and so I don't mind spending the money on a book, unless I really, really ended up hating it. But if the cover is beautiful, I'm like, this is yeah. a, this is a collectible piece. Investment. For me. It's and an this, investment. And the same thing goes if I see I'm like, oh, this is a signed copy. Well, why why should I not have that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Plus, it has a good cover. Yeah, especially when it's, like, a a book you really like or an author you really like or it's from, like, a really great event that you've been Mm -hmm. to and it kind of reminds you of that. For me, like, a like my I want my bookshelf to almost be, like, a kind of photo wall, like, of all things where it's, like, oh, my God, I love that book or, oh, I got that book when I went here, here and here. Yeah, and one of my friends, I'm going to start doing this as well, so if she travels and buys a book on her travels, she writes on the uh, inside cover where she got it, what bookshop, uh, what year, like the vacation she was on? Oh, that's so and I think nice. that's amazing because it's like your little, you know, your little token of little memory. memory of yeah, your, yeah, your which trip. is so much better than holding on to like boarding passes and stuff. <laughs> I do that too, though. I hoard those as well, and I'm like, why? What do I do with them? I literally I just found them in books. so many the other day. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I found so many the other day with train tickets shoved down the side of my bookcase yeah. because I know I'm going to lose all my bookmarks and I know I'm going to need them. Go. And look yeah. at the thing. Oh, do you remember when I went there? That was so nice. <laughs> 
Yeah, and then you can use it as bookmark. Why not? Yeah, no, that's the thing. I like I do that as well. But really, something like a book is so much more practical <laughs> and will last you so much longer than me losing like <laughs> a really old boarding pass on the train or something. Yeah. But no, I do love doing stuff like that. And oh my gosh, so I went to Paris last weekend mm. and tried to go, tried being Uh-oh. the oh, no. word. Um, Shakespeare. Oh my God. Why try? What happened? So I, I walked past it and to be fair, I'm, I was very lucky. Went to Paris last time, like four years ago mm-hmm. and went in there, okay. got a book, got it stamped. Yeah. Loved it. Um, and I was like, oh, you know, maybe I'll pop in and see if there's like another one at the queue. Oh, you really? would not believe the queue, and also like it was quite cold as well, like not freezing, but it was cold enough that oh. I did not want to queue, and also like we didn't have very long, so we yeah, were only there yeah. for a couple of days. So I was like, you know, it's like see this, be a tourist, see the sights. Yeah, um, that's but amazing because they're like lined up, and it's this time of year. It's not like it's not the middle not of summer, summer or anything. it's not like Christmas yeah it's not the, oh, wow. and like the cafe actually was like completely like you could go into it it wasn't mm-hmm. empty but you could definitely go into it but the queue was like round the corner <gasps> of the shop oh and then God. there was a separate queue for people getting photos taken outside of them like picking up books the amount of men that I was like applauding from the sidelines because they were getting every angle <laughs> of like their girlfriend or whoever oh, the insta husband like oh my god <laughs> and you know when you're just like you're doing a great job yeah. you are getting the angles left right up down <laughs> love it and if you weren't I would give you some tips <laughs> yeah and if you weren't I'd be like mm, just hand me that for a second because yeah. <laughs> I know what wow. it is to want that photo but well I didn't realise how lucky I was then when I was there that there was no queue oh my gosh yeah I know it's insane and like I know it's uh, like I know it's sensible because it is so like small and pokey mm-hmm. and like there is absolutely no point of you going in there single file and getting stuck no, in the corner exactly. of it it's not the feel it's that amazing. you want <laughs> but at the same time like God only knows how long like they would be wow. standing there waiting to go into this bookshop and it's just that is crazy about TikTok yeah. doing that yeah. I think because that is essentially like what it is because everywhere that I went that I saw on TikTok had a massive queue well, it's so true and that, that's like you were saying earlier with backlist titles as well like the amount of sales that have increased or some of these titles that haven't been published or like were published 10 years ago oh really and it's just like it's wild it's kind of cool to see the influence of tiktok and even yeah. like yeah you said i work in publishing too and yeah some of these meetings you know hearing the effect of tiktok on yeah on sales or like on trends um uh n- not only for readers but like for types of i guess marketing or like publicity content yeah. on book talk emily like, henry yeah done so well on tiktok yeah or like the trend of like pretending that you know your life story is this book and then you at the yeah. end you're like if you like that and you oh want to know more God. read this book just get me every time i'm so I'm like, a sucker like, for that your brother-in-law did <laughs> what it's like this is honestly book. like i'm like i'm at the wedding he yeah. didn't yeah. and then they're like oh and so this happens in this book and I'm like oh my god I, I would have that. put money down that that yeah. was your life these people can act oh, so well and like, I love that they're just like sentences. readers as well like it's not like yeah yeah you know it, that's what really gets me to yeah me. It convinces me about book talk and bookstagram is it's like these are real readers you yeah know? they're giving you their honest opinions and some convince you really really well yeah and so many of them are books that other than um like Emily Henry Colleen Hoover that yeah. kind of thing I see so many different books like mm-hmm. across TikTok that it is actually nice and also like yeah it's another one to add to the I list know, but... like, oh, great I'll save this to my favorites again and add it to my like digital TBR yeah but then it's, <laughs> it's also so funny when it's like um 
I've, like you've got this great book coming in and it's like okay great let's just make it viral on tiktok <laughs> let's just do it and it's like how do we do how that how do we do that now yeah because <laughs> it is i and i actually feel like that's kind of a good thing that it's mm-hmm. like how do we do that because it's like that it's just sending it out to people or just making people aware of it because i do you feel like so many people on tiktok that is actually yeah how they feel they'll be honest you know and i like the fact that people everyone says if it's gifted or not mm-hmm. like yeah. that just seems so genuine yeah. yeah because when a celebrity does like a post for like a moisturizer they use and it's cleared <laughs> their skin yeah and it's the video is so unlike all of their other videos i'm like Oh, yeah. That was 100% just an ad. Yeah, is- and now I will physically not go buy it. Like, I'll purposefully yeah. not buy it because I'm so unsure of it now. That's such a good point, though, too. And that, that was another one of my goals this year with my bookstagram is, like, actually posting some of my bad reviews as much as I'm mm. like, no, I hope the author never sees this yeah. and the publisher never sees this. I'm also like, this is genuinely how I felt. And, like, if I'm going to be transparent about the books that I really, really love, mm-hmm. like, I should also be transparent about the books I didn't love. And it doesn't mean that they're a terrible book. It just means yeah. it didn't work for me for X, Y, Z reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and somebody else might love it because of the reasons I named or whatever. So, yeah, um, yeah I think that's a... Because I actually do like reading bad reviews unless it's about a book that I really loved. Yeah, then it's <laughs> then like... I'm, like, I'm going to fight you in yeah, the comments. In the comments, it's like, you're wrong. <laughs> you're <laughs> Delete this post immediately. <laughs> no, 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 not actually. <laughs> no, it is so true, though. Like, and I, and I know as well, like given the fact that I'm one of those people that sends it out to people mm-hmm, to read yeah. it's so hard to convey to people like I so like you don't have to love it like I, I promise obviously we hope you love it yes but we're sending it out just yeah like with hope as well we're just hoping that it's your kind of thing and that you enjoy mm-hmm. it but we're not like, oh my god, how dare yeah. you like post a bad review about <laughs> Take it? it down. All, yeah, like because I actually feel like a an, a review that's like two stars or something where someone's like, it wasn't for me, mm-hmm. didn't enjoy it, um, but someone else might. Yeah, you know. I actually saw a review of that. Uh, I don't even know what the book was. Uh, I saved it in my digital TBR file. <laughs> um, but I saw a review like that the other day, and I think the person gave it two stars. And she was like, it was just too disturbing and too twisted for me. And I was like, disturbing, check, twisted, check. <laughs> I need this. Yeah. And so it's, it is really funny because reading is so subjective. And like, we were, you know, even the fantasy series we were talking about, I'm not a big fantasy reader. So also the, the daunting task of like, committing to a series yeah is just not something maybe i'm prepared to do but other people just live breathe sneeze fantasy series and i love that for them yeah like Um, it's so so amazing and like as well you know yeah you want like you want people to enjoy it but i think a, a not so great review or a review where someone hasn't enjoyed it strengthens the book in a way because it's like well that not everyone is going to love the same book like i've seen bad not bad reviews but i've seen people who said beach read didn't live up to the hype ugly love didn't live up to the Mm -hmm. hype and it's like well yeah because it's physically impossible to write a book that everyone's gonna enjoy it and like if i see a book where I haven't seen one that where it's like either this was average or this wasn't for me, yeah. then I'm like, there's something fishy going on here. <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about that. Yeah, no, it's true. I'm like, wait, is that your honest opinion? Yeah. That's a little bit how I feel about Cleopatra and Frankenstein because I've only seen good reviews. And to be honest, I do think I'm really going to love it because I like literary fiction and it yes. seems like yeah. up my alley. But I'm also a little bit suspect where I'm like, 
is that too much pressure on it? Like, am I going to not like this now? Yeah, that is that word. Although, if it makes you feel better, I saw one that someone was just like, this person's just, um, Coco Mellis is just trying to be like um, Sally Rooney. Oh. She's just trying to be that realistic romance, not really a romance, oh, okay, or, or okay. like something, something like yeah. that. And I was like, oh, fabulous. I love someone who's trying to be, I love Sally Rooney. If someone's trying to be <laughs> Sally Rooney. It me even more. Yeah, literally, like, That's, get that in I my started, basket. I started following, I want to check what the account name is, but it's something like, just like the Goodreads reviews, but they're all the bad Goodreads reviews. Oh my God. And it is the most entertaining. I'm definitely going to just shout them out once I find it. Um, and they just post the people's like one star good yeah. reviews and it's it's the funniest thing because usually the the re- like the actual um review is quite hilarious oh or it gosh, just like so picks funny. apart something that was just irritating to that reader yeah. in particular and it might be a book that i loved yeah and i still share it on my story because i just be like this is jokes yeah. or like you know sorry my, people might be mad about this but i'm not a big colleen hoover fan so whenever they post the the goodreads reviews of like one star colleen hoover books i immediately share it with like a little like person drinking tea gift for like, yeah. oh yeah, go oh, on. Hello, someone doesn't like it. <laughs> it's um, not just me, folks. Oh, what was? Oh, it's literally just Goodreads underscore reviews. Um, Sarah Penner, mm-hmm. um, uh, one of our authors who did the Lost Apothecary, and she's got the London Seance Society coming out, like kind of to celebrate the fact that I've got um, like my book coming out soon. Um, I'm going to do what some other authors have done and share this one-star review of... I think it, it must have been off the, of the Lost Apothecary because I don't think many people had the proofs yet. And honestly, like, I loved that she did that because yeah. I just thought, like, it's so... You, you need to be able to take that kind of oh, criticism sure. from people. And she was loving it and having a great time, which I loved as well. So do you feel like your um, bookstagram account has like been impacted by the fact that you're now working in publishing, like your kind of personal? A little bit, yeah. I mean, with a combination of COVID and then um, starting to work in publishing just just for the sh- well and being here so i you know i moved from canada for a, a job in publishing in london and just the combination of you know wanting to explore london and mm-hmm. so my evenings and weekends are you know at a pub which is a very common thing here now <laughs> um or yeah going around to different neighborhoods on the weekends i just find i don't have as much time like i'm just mm-hmm. not sitting at home reading as much like i normally would i yeah. do read on the tube and i love that um but yeah, that, that I fine. I just don't have enough time. Like I'm not going to read the same amount of books that I did in in 2021. Um, and and now I've realized that's okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, also I mean, working in publishing, I, of course, I buy I buy books from from bookstores and from different publishers and whatnot. But of course, I just have more access to the books that we mm-hmm. publish. So I find that you know I'm I'm typically reading more of our own books and yeah. I'm reading oh other gosh, people's yeah. books. Um, and so I'm trying to be a little bit more aware of that too, or at least I'll like you know alternate or like. Yeah, chuck a different one in between in the mix. You read two, you know, try a different one. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm trying to be a little bit more aware of that. And of course, there's always just so many books that I want to read anyway, no matter where they're from. Um. But yeah, that's that's one of the ways I feel like it's changed a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I literally like with the in the miso soup that. Oh um, yeah, yeah. You encouraged me to read. <laughs> book club. Um, yeah, book club. Uh, I'm so glad I did. And I'm so glad, like, I think the size of it, which yeah. is so tiny, was, like, perfect. <laughs> because that was honestly maybe the second or third non-legend book that oh, really? I read okay. since starting the job. Yeah. Because it was quite like a... I was thrown into the job, like, very quickly. It, it all was, like, a bit of a whirlwind. And, you know, throwing myself yeah. into it and everything, which was great, which meant... 
um, I was like catching up on all of the ones that were currently being published right. that were soon to be published and then the manuscripts that we were then considering. Right. So there was so much reading yeah. to be done that I literally just didn't get a chance to read right. for ages. And well, so and I was then, so glad that one came along. And I don't know if this is the case for you, but I, you know, I had talking to other people in publishing as well sometimes, you know, when you are reading books for work, it can take some of the pleasure out of it like you might still absolutely love those books but because you know you have to read it for work yeah it makes it just seem a little bit less enjoyable so even when you can read one that you were also kind of forced into because of book club (laughs) um you know it feels like a little bit of like a oh i get a you know a break to try something else yeah yeah, it did help that that was short (laughs) yeah so short but also so different like we would Mm, never like be in a position to publish something like that even though we would love to and have been looking into it because i do love that you know we all love that style of book um but it did mean that it was like you know because i'm reading so many historical fiction or literary fiction which is great because Mm -hmm. i love all of that and crime fiction love it but then it was like this was just so So different different. Mm -hmm. so quick to read great for the commute because it was so light yeah barely although some of the parts when i was reading it in the commute i was like oh i hope nobody looks at this page right now like what is going on (laughs) nobody look across my shoulder it was so one of those ones like i turned the page and i was like oh that's it. It's it, n- no more. It's yeah. done. It's, it's, that's <laughs> finished. I was so surprised. surprised. It was my feelings on this one. Yeah, yeah. I know. It was, yeah. and and I did think like I, I wonder if because you know when you I always think like I wonder if anyone else is sat on this tube or stood on this tube thinking like I've read that book. Yes. I wonder what they think of it. Oh my god. Because gosh. I do that I all think the time. Of, I think of that all the time. I saw some girl. Oh my god. I'm thinking of you now, girl. I don't know where you're at. <laughs> but she was on the tube reading a little life. And I was like, first of all, that's a bold choice to be reading that in public. You can just burst into tears spontaneously. Oh my gosh, I'm not emotionally stable enough to read that in public. But I was just like, oh, I don't know what part you're at, girl, but you need to buckle up. Like, I was so close to saying something to her, and then I was like, no, that's people don't talk to each other on the tube. Don't do that. Oh yeah, no, I know. We're we're so um, yeah, we're so to ourselves on the tube. I think someone's talking to someone. I love moments like that. Yeah, like like, yeah, where you have like a little connection with someone you don't know. Yeah, we actually um. It was so funny in our group chat um, for work. Someone posted in, like, oh, just on the tube. And next to them was two people each Mm -hmm. reading, like, two different um, books of ours. Oh, that's so cool. And they obviously, like, weren't together because they got on at different times. But they just both happened to be reading some of our books. that's so cool. And that is, like... in the wild. But I'm sure you get that as well. When you see, like, a book that you've worked on in the wild, you're like, ah... That's so cool to yeah. see that it's like got out or there. E- or even because I'm, you know, I'm not part of the marketing teams or anything like that. I'll see billboards and I'm like, oh, hey, that's ours. Yeah. Like, that's so cool. Good job, team. Like, yeah. Wow, you like did that. that. Yeah. Or, there was, it was funny. I saw this girl reading How to Kill Your Family. Um, oh, yeah. It, On my list. She, so that is one of ours. But um, oh, it was also just, I mean, that's a that's a really, you know, clickbaity kind of title that you're like, mm-hmm. if you didn't know what it was about. And I posted a real once on my bookstagram where I was, it was like one of those sounds where it's like, oh, where's your coffee and what, what you're currently reading? And apparently it was very triggering for people because I put the coffee on the couch. Oh and then I put the book that I was currently reading, which was How to Kill Your Family. And it, yeah, and it got like, I want to say it was like 1.1 million views. I don't know how, but somehow it reached the non-bookstagram side of bookstagram. That came up on my sister's TikTok and I was like, I know what video that is. <laughs> Well, and I do the anxiety. Literally, the only reason I put it on my couch was because <laughs> the the coffee table in my flat is like a shiny 
black that doesn't work with a camera because yeah. you can see the reflection like you can see me hovering over trying to film and so it just doesn't work and then i have a glass table as our dining table so i had nowhere else to put it so i just put it on the couch oh, and i thought no. it would be casual i don't know and how you then, did that and then some people were like oh my god that's so reckless like why would you put your coffee on the sofa and then other people who clearly you know had not heard of the book before were like only a sociopath reading how to kill your family would also put their coffee on the sofa and i was like oh my goodness this why is clearly so triggered? but i was like it also got 1.1 million views yeah so. well, there you go oh my so, god yeah i saw this woman reading how to kill your family in the tube station and it just kind of silently like laughed to myself because i was like i know the effect that this yeah. book has on people who don't know about this book and she was just out there reading it and i was like that is awesome good for you yeah well done one of our editors came back one day and she'd uh the day before had been i think she was in north london and she walked past um a bookstore and this was the day that uh harry's memoir oh, came out oh spare. yeah is this the and they yeah. had the spare interchanged with how to kill your family. family. That's the best. Well, well done to that whoever so did that. Good. That yeah. is just that's just amazing. And I, I think Bella Mackey retweeted it and was like, "Thank you to like the 800 people who sent this to me." Like, <laughs> that's amazing. It was just so good. Oh my gosh! But how amazing for her as well. Oh, for what sure. an excellent time to yeah. put your book out. I mean, even us. We've got a book coming out called Palace Rogue, and it's all about um, like the true story of I think it was Piers Morgan who like or him and another journalist like a journalist basically managed to get into the um palace Mm -hmm. um under the guise of being like a maid oh my god or I don't know if that's exactly what happened but anyway a journalist managed to like sneak into the Buckingham Palace (laughs) pretending they worked there for like two months and Buckingham Palace didn't know oh my god and then he's written this story being like this is what happened, this is what happened inside Buckingham Palace. And obviously none of it's real, he's made it up. But, you know, he's taken bits and pieces and whatever. And we got to announce that, like, around a similar time that they were announcing the release date for Spare and then the Meghan and Harry documentary came out. So we were like, it just so happened that we were like, oh, here's, like, the cover for this book. And everyone was like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) An in-depth look into the palace. And you do have to be like, but like the Crown TV show. (laughs) It's not real. (laughs) Please don't take this as, like, gospel. But at the same time... You never know. There you go. But yeah, stuff like that is, it's so good. I I love a bit of, I appreciate good marketing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And that, I mean, of course, that was just, you know, this, this bookshop owner just was like, I'm going to put these together, which was brilliant. Yeah. Oh my God. Such a good idea. Um, And then he got a big shout out as well. Yeah. That must be such a proud day. Well, and I, I had seen it somewhere quickly, that, that picture. And then I was on the tube the more, that, the next morning, I guess. And the guy next to me was reading the paper, and that that photo was like no like half of the paper, and I was just like, "That's so sneaky and so clever." And then, of course, everyone in the office was talking about that as well. So, and um, and so great for you guys when it's your book. Yeah, like, it was cool. I like, didn't even have to. Do anything, I, 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 I want to capitalize on that as well too. So, like with the whole Haley Bieber matching outfits to books, I'm doing one with Princess Diana, and there's one where she has like. A light pink, like baby pink shirt on and like black jeans. So I'm like, the How to Kill Your Family cover. <laughs> I immediately know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't wait for that post. She'll be such a good person to match to. Yeah, I was just like, Who has iconic outfits? Oh yeah, Princess Diana. 
that's all for this week. Thank you so much for listening and we look forward to releasing part two in two weeks time where Ashton and I discuss more books, a life in publishing and the ultimate Canadian snacks. Hope you all have a great Monday.